guys. Welcome to season two of Bestie Talk with Jen and B. We missed you guys. I know this is happening. It's been such a long time. I know. We're back and we're ready. Let's do this. <laughs> Are we ready? Are we ready? <laughs> we're gonna be ready. Yeah, we're gonna be ready. This this is gonna be fun. We're yeah. we like we've mentioned in the last the season finale of one, like we've learned a lot and we now are going to be very better prepared and that way it just it's just a smooth ride from here yeah um, so I, i'm looking forward to it even though it is this is going to be work yes. but this is exciting to deliver this stuff to you guys yes and for those that are tuning in and this is your first time listening to us welcome to the podcast um we're happy to um have you guys listen and follow along with us um and if this is your first time, we want to introduce ourselves. So I'm Jen. Um, I have two beautiful kids. Um, they're five and three. I've been married for 10 years to my husband, Tony. Currently, I'm a stay-at-home mom, uh, but soon I'll be a student again. <laughs> <laughs> well, although I already have my bachelor's, but I'm just going back to school you know, to get with the, to go with the program, to get, to learn new technology, because that's where things are going, so. You don't want to be a TikToker? I don't want to be a TikToker. <laughs> I don't know if I could have that life. But anyways, that's a little bit about me. And I am B. I am currently engaged to my amazing, loving husband, not husband, oh my god, Beyonce, soon to be husband. Yeah. Um, I don't have kids, but I have a four-legged son. <laughs> annoying and cries all the time but hey, i still love him right he's outside oh okay i probably should feed him but <laughs> uh i have my bachelor's as well and i am currently working with kids who have special needs in a school setting um so that's always kept me on my tippy toes um and i like to I'm, I'm taking a pause on this but i love to do cakes um somewhere down the road i would like to get back to it i'm still trying to figure it out i think right now i'm going through like what they call that 30 that midlife, mid-life crisis yeah, shit's real um so i'm trying to currently figure that out but in the meantime we're we're enjoying this podcast together for jen and i to get our friendship like on board because obviously we're best friends but with life and adulting we figured out it's not all it's meant to be it's not all that it's painted to be it's a lot gets in the way of friendship and life and I just feel like this was an opportunity for us to be able to get back together and make time for each other because, man, life is just, it's it's busy. busy. It's busy. It's Nobody busy. says that as an, like, no, I don't think I've ever heard that. Well, I saw a meme of, a, like, um, I think I told you the other day, it was a... Uh, it was a uh, Squidward, and he was oh. uh, he was in the bed crying. He's like, waiting for my friend to call me. <laughs> or, or have you seen the other meme where it's like um, they were like, oh, nowadays you have to schedule your friendship oh meetings gosh. a month in advance, which is true. Because I mean, we're gonna get into that, but today mm-hmm. we're actually gonna be talking about seasons of friendship. That's the topic we're gonna be talking about today. And how to deal with the friendship breakup? Because I think at one point or another, maybe um, we've dealt with that. Um, so we are going to be talking about that. And you're maybe wondering, what is seasons <laughs> of friendship? Because I did mention it to my husband. He's like, what are you talking about? So we're going to get into <laughs> that right now. Um, but there's like many types of friendship levels that exist. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you want to talk you a little bit about that. Uh, you don't really... 
I don't think you're honestly. I when you brought up the this topic, I was like, oh yeah, like you think very surface. Like you got your close friends, you have your best friend, you have those people that come in and out. But like when I actually looked into Google and researched and stuff, like this topic of friendship has a lot to it. Like you don't really think about it, and it's kind of neat to watch. But I want to say a quote really quick that that we're gonna. I I feel like fits perfectly into this, and the quote read. People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And the definition, actually, of friendship, I looked it up. It's actually means to like or to love someone. And it's just like the beginning of the word, which is R F R I. It's actually a dramatic root word, which means to like someone or love someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like there's actually... There's a lot into friendships, like, but I don't think you stop and think about it. Like, they are work, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I saw that, I was telling Jenny, that I saw that there's there's a list between four types of friendships and seven types of friendships. There wasn't really, like, a, a, a fixed list, mm-hmm. but the four types that I'll just mention briefly is um, one is acquaintances, two is a friend, three is a close friend, and four is your best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and between those, it kind of just broke into, like, like, you have your loyal best friend, you have the one that, like, always wants to go on adventures, the one that's really honest, your work house, mm-hmm. since you spend most of your time at work, and then the one that, like, you never, you rarely see because of distance or who knows they moved or whatever, but then when you get back together, it's like you guys never left each other. Like, you're still loyal friends mm-hmm. to each other. Um, so I thought it was kind of neat when I, like, started looking into it since you had brought it up. So that's kind of, like, we're going to weave into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I don't know. Where do you want to start with it? Well, personally, like, when I was thinking of, like, examples of, like, what types of seasons of friendship mm-hmm. I have had, obviously, you have been in my life since we were little kids. Mm-hmm. So I would categorize that, like, <laughs> if I had to categorize that, you would be my, like, my ride or die, like, my mm-hmm. the friend I would take the bullet for oh, like the one I would <laughs> I hope you're going my way uh, no pressure uh, but more like family you know like mm-hmm. that you have that friend that you know that it's not just the friendship like you are my family like no matter what I'd always be there for you and like I start to think of like our closest closest friends. And I think, like, we've been through it all. Like, we've been through, you know, um, college together, the, the closest friends we've had. We've been through, you know, breakups. We've mm. been through family passings. Um, we've been through seasons of hardship of, like, oh, my God, like, mm. I'm going through something and I really need you guys right now. We've been through childbirths together. You know, like, yeah. you know, we've been through a lot. And I think of that type of friendship that's really special and that should be nurtured and like we said it is very hard sometimes to um you know make that connection with friends i know there's been times where i've been like hey like Mm -hmm. i'm kind of lonely like yeah i've had to like communicate that with you in the past yeah how do you feel when i have brought up because i know that i tend to bring up more stuff (laughs) than you do like, I'm more of a communicator. Yeah. How do you feel when I have brought up stuff like that? Like, honestly, realistically, realistically I, like, I, I never communicated that to you, but I, I knew when you stopped me and, like, you told me that, like, I guess I kind of knew or felt that in the back of my head, like, that I should have been there more for you, that I should have, more a lot of should haves 
yeah. and could have, and I should have done this and that. Um, I, I, I guess I didn't really, I felt like I was just kind of giving you space and, and I think this was more when you had your first, your first kiddo. Mm -hmm. This is really when it started. Mm -hmm. Um, that's when you brought it up to me because yeah. that was like during December and we went to Starbucks and I think that's when you brought it yeah. up. Um, and I, I felt like I had been just giving you space that I thought you needed. Obviously this was like very new to us. None of us had had a kid. Yeah. And obviously with having kids, you don't, you don't just hear it. Like you hear a lot of people say like, you find out who your true friends are when you have kids Yeah. because you don't have that same time anymore. Like things literally do change. And even though you don't want to, or you try not to, it just does. So I guess I felt like I was giving you space to be with like Tony and Ethan and settle down and stuff. But at the same time, like I didn't realize that I was neglecting you unintentionally. Yeah. So like when I, when you stopped in, I saw like how I had affected you. Like it was hard to take in. Cause I was like, Oh shit. Like I thought I was just doing the right thing. Like, but this is new. So yeah. obviously I didn't know that that's the feeling that you had. Yeah. So, you know, even though it was a really awkward, weird, hard to listen to, I, it was good that you told me that because, you know, when you don't say things and you just drift apart and yeah. you break up. And so I'm just glad that, you know, you brought it up to me and we were able to talk about it. And, and still to this day, I think we're working on it. Yeah. You know, we're better than, obviously our friendship is really strong. We're better than, than that, but it's, it is with, as time goes on, I have realized like it is hard. Yeah. Like we're best friends, but like life just gets in the way. Yeah. You, know? you have to make that connection. You have to reach out and say, like, hey, how are you feeling? Or like mm -hmm. whatever. It's a, it's a relationship. Yeah. That's why it's what the definition said love, right? Yeah. I think more because, yeah, love or to like someone. And I think it was maybe more so because like in our 20s, obviously it's way different than our 30s. Like in our 20s, we lived with each other. We yeah. partied with each other. We went out and did everything with each other. So when we switched over to the next stage, it was like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's not even yeah, as even as you today. try to yeah, like even if you try to keep it that same way, it's just it was a it's shift that needed to that yeah. had to happen. Yeah. And you know, thinking of like we're talking about seasons, mm -hmm. like during that time I was working um at a um not gonna say the name obviously mm -hmm. for personal reasons, but I was working with an agency and in that agency there it was all girls and for the most part and um i met a really good group of friends that co-workers at the time that were moms that either mm -hmm. were having kids or were already had kids some of them didn't but i met these really cool girls that at that season they came into it's so crazy mm -hmm. how things work out because mm -hmm. i feel like in that season I didn't know what it, I was a first time mm. mom. I didn't know too much. I was pregnant at the time. Then I had my son, um, but they were such a good support system. And it's so crazy how things happen for a reason. I just felt like mm. they came into my life when I needed them in that, in that moment, mm -hmm. in that season the most. And you're right, unless you have a child or unless you're pregnant, it's harder to relate in that aspect. Mm. But when you do have, have a child, and you know somebody, it's like, oh, yes, I went through this, and this is how, you know, your child labor might be and stuff like that. I just felt so supportive in, in that mm -hmm. moment, in that season. They have what you yeah. what you, really, they have what you needed and were going through. Yes. Yeah. And so it, it was really good. And, I, you know, after leaving that workspace, 
we still we still keep in touch to this day and i do consider them really good friends of mine and um you know we all have different lives and we're all for the most part we're all moms in that group and um they just fill my cup in different ways mm -hmm. i know have you ever heard that that phrase no. fill your cup i have but with awesome with all like being optimistic and pessimistic, but not in like the form of friendship. Okay. But I see it now. Yeah. So Phil, if you if you never heard that 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 phrase, you have in life, you when it talks when you talk about friendship, you have different friends that fill up your cup in different ways. And what I mean by that is like, let's say for example you have this friend who you consider more of an acquaintance because obviously mm -hmm. we talked about different levels of friendship, mm -hmm. but you, but every time you see him, you know, that's your party friend. Like mm -hmm. that is your friend that, even though you're going to have a bomb ass time, no matter what, they give you no drama. Like mm -hmm. they, you're just out to have a bomb ass time. Like it's not going to be like, Ugh, I don't want to be here, <laughs> you know, or you have your friend that, you can trust that's a good listener that can give you advice and they fill your cup up that way mm -hmm. and that's what i mean by like mm -hmm. filling mm -hmm. up your cup or that um that friend that is your person that motivates you daily we have a friend in our friend group that yeah. is like a motivator and a, like an inspirational talker yeah we consider her like that's what we call her oprah the mini Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they, there's different types of friendship and some of those friendships fill your cup in different ways. And that's really good to have. Um, I another thing that I find interesting, like mm -hmm. in a season of friendship, like I also have had, I don't know if you've experienced this yourself, mm -hmm. but I've also had where I, I've had a friend, a coworker that's a friend mm -hmm. that also became not only my friend, but like a mentor to me. Mm -hmm. And um, in that season, they became that. And then now we don't see each other, maybe on social media we do, but I know that I gained so much from her in that season of mm -hmm. friendship, of our friendship. Mm -hmm. So that that's something, has that ever happened to you? Um, maybe have a mentor or maybe yeah. a boss that, you, <laughs> you laugh, you're like, uh, you're like, no, uh, no, but I mean, I can't really, you know, how you spend majority of your time at work. Yeah. Um, especially like for me, like the, the career path that I've taken is working with kids who have special needs. And while like, I do enjoy it, there are times that it's really difficult. So I feel like from the very beginning up to even now, um, I'm thankful for like those those girls, mainly girls, because I work a lot with girls. Yeah. You don't really see guys, but even guys, like, working in this field, they can relate to you. And I think that's what, through every job, I have made at least one or two really close friends, like you said, that I don't really see often. But when we talk, like, we've had deep conversations. We know that we can respect and trust each other. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to go gossip about each other's lives. Because sometimes you can make acquaintances at work, and they're, like, talking behind your back. Yeah, you know, but like there is it like I can at least like from each job that I, and I go from job to job like every two years. So I've like you know I can think of the five girls that like I'm still close to and we still talk and we like we know each other's struggles and like things we go to when we talk and motivate each other. Um, definitely not my bosses, but they are you know like you can relate and you can be like not only in life but like as far as this job like oh my god, okay, I thought I was the only one feeling this way, like, I was feeling guilty that I was feeling this way, or I'm just, like, really, like, wiped out, or is it just me, like, the fact that we can relate and, like, 
we see eye to eye that with things like it's like okay it kind of makes my workload a little bit less stressful mm -hmm. because we have that similar work environment and so that's that's what I've always felt like I feel like you can always pick up friends especially at work you know like you said like I know you made a lot of friends like a really close niche from your previous jobs and it's nice to see you know like even though we have each other it's always nice to have other friendships you know mm -hmm. because they do fill up your cup differently mm -hmm. it's it's crazy now like that we really dig into it like the way that we see it like it's like holy shit like there's a lot to this friendship thing mm -hmm. like there's a little thing you know like you said like the friend that motivates you the one that is really honest with you the one that is always down to go party and stuff and um right now that we we're talking about that i don't know if you've seen one of our friends put me on this show it's called um insecure um it's about two um two they're supposed to be in their mid-30s but they don't look mid-30s but they they have a really close friendship like me and you and they just go through stages in life and it's kind of neat to watch them grow and like drift apart and then come back together wait it's a show it's called insecure like a yeah. podcast or no like a... it's a tv show is it on Netflix? I think it's on, on Netflix? I don't know. It's not on Netflix. I have to get the name of it. I will, I'll post it. But it's a really good show. I, it's a couple years old, and I haven't seen it, but it's, like, with two, it's about two, like I said, 30-year-olds are, like, both African-Americans, and then the, it's, the, the plot is pretty, the setting is pretty much in L.A., and L.A. can be a busy hustle-bustle, you know, yeah. city as it is. Um, but one is a lawyer, and then the other friendship is trying, to, the other girl is trying to figure out her life. You know, and it's just kind of neat to see, like, those two perspectives of friendships. And then they meet other people. And then, like, like you know how they're saying, like, oh, like, there's four of them in the group. And it's kind of neat to see how they all work work off of each other. And, like, they feed off each other and they grow with each other. Mm -hmm. It's a really neat show. I, you should watch it. I liked it. I fell in love with it. Um, so, and even with, like, Sex in the City, like, you know, shows like that. Like, I've noticed a lot, now that I'm mentioning this, when... Guys have friendships, but for some reason, when it comes to girls, like, there's a lot of shows on friendships with girls. Mm -hmm. It's maybe because we're more emotional? Like, do you really see a guy show? Like, it's all, it's more like... Or, like, a friend that has a gay best friend. Or yeah. Like shows like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's more, like, maybe, like, because we're more emotional. Like, I don't know what it is, now that I'm, no, now that I'm talking about it. Like, I think, like, with Sex in the City, because we're big sex and city yeah. fans i think you can as an adult or even in your mid-20s yeah. too you can relate to that and be like oh that you're a carrier you're samantha mm -hmm. like i think they make shows like that because they maybe target women mm -hmm. to like say like oh okay this is a show that you would like because maybe mm -hmm. it resembles maybe some type of your friendship yeah. you know that's what i could think of like i just realized that like i don't think i've ever seen a bro show like. i just think for when i talk to my with my husband about like friendships mm -hmm. and stuff he's just like guys are very black and white like there's no sure. like there's no like hey let's talk about our feelings like i don't That's know true. like they're just very black and white and That's like what it is. they don't really get into like they do but they don't like life struggles unless they're really drunk yes yeah because <laughs> my my husband told me that they one of his really good childhood friends that's in the army recently came down mm -hmm um from japan and they see each other every what three years every three years because he his friend his childhood friend is stationed in different areas but um they got to hang out for a couple weeks that he was here and he, although they don't talk literally it can be like 
years of not talking or texting, but he's like, and I'm like, how does that work? And he's like, it's just like that. Like he is my, he's my, basically my, my brother, like I'll do anything for him, you know? And although I don't see him and he is gone for all these years, like I know that when I do, it's like, we never, it's like high school back again. Literally when they get together, it's like high school back again. So that's a cool relationship, but they don't, he was like, we don't talk about, we don't sit down and talk about our feelings. And I was like, oh, okay. So. Like, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. with, like, my fiance, like, and he has a really, like, pretty much grew up with his best friend, like, yeah. like we did growing up legit. And they're more, like, they're more in, like, the, they won't show their feelings, but they are more, they talk about it more. Like, they're very, hey, bro, they, like, I love you. And this, and it's so oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. Because I've never really heard. Like, it's that. not it's not weird don't let, don't get it wrong it's yeah. not weird i guess it's just you don't see it often that it feels weird yeah when they're like all right bro i love you it's like <laughs> did you just say i love you to your best friend like yeah. it's cool I, I like that but it's just like you don't really see it you know especially in the male yeah in the male part of it because yeah. it's just so what would it be oh that's, that's gay let's be honest well, I think, I think it's like, especially in the Hispanic community, like, oh, mm. men don't cry, you know, like, that's something that is very, like, yeah. which you, we should normalize that men should cry, yes. that it's okay for you to cry. I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but one time my dad, my, my dad's grandma passed away, mm-hmm. his mom, mm-hmm. and I kid you not, he was on the couch, like, just, like, like on the couch wanting to cry he like curled himself up mm-hmm. he could not cry his mom passed away and he could not cry because he's that that hispanic mentality like los hombres no lloran you know oh. like and i remember i'm like dad i was like probably 14 mm-hmm. around that time i was like dad you can cry let it out he's like i want to and he had the biggest knot mm-hmm. in his throat and he would not cry some guys can't and i've seen it like that, my just... dad's one of them i don't think i've ever seen him cry like never it's That's really insane. rare the very maybe i would say twice twice or three times i've seen him cry but i mean like you know, he just couldn't hold it in anymore so yes. let's normalize that if you're listening to that like let somebody know it's okay to express their feelings yeah. especially a male yeah but going back to the do you think that over the as we get older it's tougher to get to maintain friendships yeah I, I'm starting to learn. I think I've learned this in the past couple of years. Yes, um, because like I was saying, we're still the same person. You know, obviously we do evolve, but we're still, I'm still me, you're still you. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, there comes marriage and then kids and then careers and then conflicting family, conflicting schedules. You like, to another state or another city. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, it's like the list goes on and on. Oh my God. Um, the list goes on and on so it's just and it's not that you don't try to it's just I don't know it's just that you just it's like a wave that just comes over and um and it's just okay but what can we do I'm trying to think like what can it if you're in that situation where you're Mm -hmm. like oh I don't know like if this is gonna survive you know Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think like you a a friendship Um, is a relationship are we talking like a like a close friendship, like or like best friends, or like I mean, I said friendship in general. Okay. Like you like this person, and like you want to maintain okay. a friendship with them. I think it is a two way street. Yeah. But I think what can you do? Obviously, you need to. Oh, first of all, nobody owes you time. Time is precious. I don't mean mm-hmm. to say that. Mm-hmm. So like, 
so my time is valuable. So mm-hmm. like what I'm trying to say, like if we were, in, we're just, let's say mm-hmm. we're acquaintances, right? And, but I was like, oh, this girl's cool. Like mm-hmm. I want to, um, you know, get to know her more. Maybe something <laughs> could come out of it. I have to put in my time, but if I'm putting in my oh, time okay. texting you, if I'm putting in my time, like, Hey, let's go hang out. But you last minute cancel plans on me. Like, or, you know, I, I think of something thoughtful for you and yet you never do anything thoughtful for me. Okay. My time is precious. Like I'm not gonna, you know, like the mm-hmm. older I get, I do realize time is precious. Oh, yeah. Do you not agree with that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you're not putting in that time, then I'm not going to put in the effort for you. You know what I mean? I can only do so much. I think it's like, like I said, two way street and then showing you care, um, is really important. Yeah. Um, you know, something that I, I think is important. I don't know if you ever heard of this, but I heard somebody say it not that long ago. Sometimes I can't be your friend in this season because I'm not doing well myself. Mm. And it's better to tell the person that mm-hmm. than not communicate and let that friendship okay. dissolve. That makes that, sense. I'd rather have you tell me, like, hey, Jen, I'm not okay right now. Mm-hmm. Instead of just making like, it feel like. Making it feel like, what the hell, what's wrong? Yeah. Like, you know, with me. Then, mm-hmm. You know, or is, is there something going on? Like, I'd rather somebody say that to me. Like, I'm not mentally okay. I think that's okay to say. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, some, I heard somebody say it. Like, I told my friend, like, I'm not okay right now. So I can't be there for you emotionally like you need me to be. That makes, you know, that makes sense. And I think because we're so, because we carry, like, I think I, I could say that, least, like, I know a couple people, like, I guess, because they are just friends they've been together for such a long time like that maybe it's just felt that it, sh- it just you just drift apart slowly and quietly and it's just a normal thing to do mm-hmm. like it's kind of weird to watch like yeah. if your other friends like if you guys are all in a group and like you see that happening it's kind of like oh shit like what just like i didn't even realize this was happening but it's yeah. like yeah like it just it's very like, weird. Okay, we're not friends anymore. We're not yeah. friends anymore, but we are friends. Yeah. <laughs> so how? Do, so we are going to be talking about like how do you deal with the friendship breakup? So, um, have you ever felt with, dealt with a friendship breakup? Yeah. Uh, well, when we were way younger, uh, I think in like high high school. Yeah, high school. Um. I think it was like we were really close to each other, but then something happened. And maybe at the time, I didn't really, I didn't really think it was affecting us. But then, like when they, everything just stopped and we all stopped talking to each other, it was just like, it was more like a slap in the face. Like, what the fuck? Like, what did we? What did I do that you just completely stopped talking? Like, no reason given at mm-hmm. all. Kind of like you were just saying. Like, it, like, obviously, we found out that there was things going on in that person's life, but nothing was ever said. So it was just kind of like, whoa, what happened? Like, I thought we were really close. Like, you know, so it's just like, I, at the time, I don't think I really cared. It did hurt, but I don't think it really cared about it because we were so young. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think in college, I met somebody also. And that kind of threw me for a loop because it's kind of like, it was some, a little small issue with something that happened. And it's kind of like, like, really? Like, that's something so small, insignificant, because it was insignificant, mm-hmm. the issue that happened. Like, that's really... Weren't you totally cut off? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what the, like, you? 
it was so insignificant that it, it shouldn't have gone into that, especially because I feel like we had gone through a lot through college. Yeah. Um, that we I were close. About, yeah. yeah, like we were close. We sh- we went to each other's houses. Like we we went through college together. Mm-hmm. We like everything, you know. So it's like she could have been a good close friend. Yeah, you know? I think so too. Um, I, I think know. yeah, and so it was just kind of like whoa, like what happened? Like just complete cutoff. So it's just kind of sad. Like okay, well. Like, you just said, like, you just kind of, okay, well, it is what it is. Like, if I tried, because I did try. Mm-hmm. I tried, and I reached out, and I said sorry for whatever the hell was going on, and and they didn't reciprocate that box. So I think it just kind of faded, and I just didn't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's obviously what's going to happen. And like you said, it's a two-way street, so if you're not trying, then it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it's something awkward, something weird that I guess you don't really think about. Mm-hmm. Like, you just let it fade away. Yeah, well, just how, just how, at least we're talking about seasons of our life, just how people enter it, they exit out too, so. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's for the better, and sometimes um, you have to, like, grieve it, and normalizing, of, it's, it, we should normalize friendship breakups, because they happen, and if you're going through that, um, it is hard. You go through the grieving, you go through... Um, what else? Well, uh, because there's he- such... healing and a- and finally ac- accepting that you are no longer going to be part of that person's life. So yeah, because I, I just really quick, it's, I saw this thing that said friends bring more happiness into our lives than anything else. Like they pretty much they're part of your life. Yeah, they're such a big part of your life, and they've dug into your heart that it's it literally is like a breakup with like another partner. Yeah. It's it's intense. Yeah, they hit my. I felt that. <laughs> if we broke up, I think I would be very devastating. I, I think so too. I probably have a hard time crying. No, you know what? I'm actually, I probably will cry. I probably will cry. Because I'm one of those that, you know, I'll cry on the down low, like when nobody sees me. Yeah. And I just be like, but yeah, no, well, yeah, because we've been through each other with everything. Like, yeah. it would be, it would be really. It would honestly be very, it would be hard. Like, I lost honestly a piece of my heart because like I was saying that's when you're close to friends like that and like relationships in general like you're obviously not just my best friend you're like my sister so I would feel like I lost a piece of my heart you know so I would honestly oh my god you made me cry <laughs> where's your tear <laughs> we're, not, we're not breaking up people we're gonna be really yeah it would be sad like like you said like who well, would I told call each other everything yeah we each other we've been there through like if you're going through this, like, know that it's okay to grieve a friendship, that it's okay to learn to heal from it and accept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's for sure. Everything is meant to come in and out of your life, so. Yeah. And then, nostal- have you heard of, like, nostalgia? I don't no. know if I'm saying that right, but, like, sure. the nostalgia, the the feeling of like man like we broke up but you're at a concert and you're like man this would have been i would have been this mm-hmm. oh my god brenda would have loved this paulina rubio concert because we both like paulina rubio and like mm-hmm. you know like it would have been cool to have her here or like i think those moments or like mm-hmm. you something happened like exciting maybe you got promoted or something your dream job and you're like oh, i wish i could tell my friend like mm-hmm. you know and that person's not there like that nostalgia i think that's so hard like it's literally like a breakup it is a breakup a complete breakup i think it's more devastating 
Oh yeah. I think then if in a friendship, I'm talking about a friendship. Well, no, actually, in whatever friendship, because if that, like we we talked about mm-hmm. earlier, you, it's to love and to to love and to I remember like this, to, to love, love and to, to like. like. So it's like maybe it's not a physical love, you know, like you would have with a partner, but it is a true definition of caring and loving and like wanting to be that person i think it would be even more devastating than an actual if you really think about it you know yeah so i you know i had somebody once tell me that um how can i put it that if we hung out with a certain person that we she didn't need to be included in that she'd come to the acceptance that their friendship was just going to be more of what would you call it? Acquaintance? Not acquaintance. Acquaintance. It's just like they were once close before, but now they're not. And I think it's like you don't need to. She came to the conclusion it's like, it's okay. I'm okay at peace to know that mm-hmm. I don't need to be included and these um, outings that you have with this specific person. Mm-hmm. Instead, I know that I learned to accept it, that we're just not going to be as close, and mm-hmm. that, and that's okay. And I think to get to that point, there, like I said, you have to grieve, you have to heal, and then finally the last one would be acceptance. So I don't know. And then do you think um, I know that sometimes you don't have a close-knit of friends mm-hmm. but maybe your family mm-hmm. is like your closest you know like your best friends mm-hmm. or whatever I could say like your cousins or maybe your sister is like yeah. your best friend like um that could even be like a friendship breakup or a family breakup you know that that is hard to deal with you yeah, because you gotta see a long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, you can choose not to. You can choose not to, but no, yeah, it's yeah, it's the same level. It's you can compare it to the same thing, um, because they're still part of your life. But no, yeah, I mean, I think I can. I, I think I, I, somebody can come to mind right now that I think of that. Like we used to be so close, and then we just we we've drifted apart, but we're still like you said that memory that'll pop up like on your pictures like oh yeah like and then it makes you think and it's like oh I missed that and like I'll reach out and be like I missed this and I missed that and it's not like and it wasn't situations it was more a change in person and in, like the person themselves which was kind of sad to see like I, was, I still love her and I still in my mind she's still who she is and when we, we went all to all these things together but it's kind of like I don't know I guess I guess because it is family, it's just very weird. Like, I don't know if I can. I'm still learning to do the whole separation, I think, when it comes to family. Because when I think of me and you, I feel like it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but because she is still family, I feel like um, I would have to separate friend from family. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know if I'd be. I'm still, I guess, currently still going through that. Yeah. Um, and I know you've navigated it over the years. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, there's been certain things that you've seen or dealt with that have brought you to tears or, like, mm-hmm. then, then, you, but then you reflect, like, well, at the, 
and then I think back to what I just told you, like maybe in that time they were mm-hmm. going through something mm-hmm. that they just couldn't tell you they were unwell or something they were dealing with. Yeah, well, well yeah, that was a, that was an issue. They were going through something, and and I didn't really think it was a big thing. But then when they brought it up, like obviously it was, but at the same time, it's kind of like you can't blame when you're accepting and you're learning. I guess you can't you can't blame the other person for the way that certain situations hit them because I don't even think they're aware that a situation happened and that's how they were going to handle it themselves, you know, like, so it's just, you got to ease into both their thing and then your own thing. But I mean, if you, if you really don't want to lose that friendship or a relationship in general, then you, you just got to keep going at it and pick at it. And so I think you finally just, it's everything's like come to a complete stop and you don't, you really are done trying. Then I think that's when you just, yeah. You just have to accept it and just let it go. And who knows, right down the road, sometime they'll come back around or you slowly pick it up. Who knows? Like, you just don't know. Yeah. You know, but yeah, friendship is, friendship is complicated. (laughs) Everything in life is complicated. But if, if you are, you know, dealing with that, I suggest, you know, just taking time to have those conversations. And if you're just like, no, this is a toxic person, or I just tried my best and they just don't respond, then maybe it's time to exit them out of your life and just accept accept that the type of level of friendship that you're gonna have with them, so. I think, uh, to wrap it really quick, I think when you say accept it, like, if you want to be at peace with it, I think I've seen a lot of people because I've seen people who have these relationships with toxic people or people that just fade away from their lives. I, I feel like what I've seen with them that helps them is like they either write a letter or they write a text message, they send a message over the phone or even a DM on Instagram, letting them know how you feel as a way of closure. Because sometimes the other person won't say anything back. They'll yeah. just be like, all right, whatever, fuck you, then that's yeah. how you want to end it. But I think for yourself, because there needs to be closure, like in any other relationship. Yeah. Um, relationship closure or acceptance, whatever you want to take it. Um, just you know, like okay, like I give it my all. I love you no matter what, etc. I don't really know, you know. Um, just to the just email, for you to have that peace. The email, text, or letter letter you never sent. Communicate. <laughs> what you said, you have to communicate it. Yeah. Because they're not. It's just for closure. Yeah. In general. For closure. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up our first episode. Hopefully you liked it. Woo! And um, if you want to follow us and get more um, just info or like we would, uh, we've been working with Higher AS. Um, oh, yes. And um, they've been working with our social media account trying to get you guys more information or just get to know us a little, bit, know more. Us a little bit more um go follow us at bestie talk with jen and b on instagram and yeah we're we're so happy to be back yes, see you guys yes. bye bye